Today is the 11th of November 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray and I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in. As we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of prayer, regular time in scripture, a regular rhythm of devotion and worship together. If you are joining us for the first time, thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's dead simple. You'll pick it up as we go along. We always start each leg of walking the way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Glorious God, you are utterly beyond us in every way. And yet, Lord, you involve your holy self in our very human existence and commitments. And so we give thanks and praise to you for your unending love for each one of us. You have nurtured, and blessed each of us as we grew in your womb of love and your compassion over many years. And so we give thanks for the trust in you that has grown in us as we've developed and reached maturity. We praise you, Father, for the way that you've placed your hands on us in blessing and that you've communicated to us in wordless ways the depths of your love for us so that we can understand and know that we truly are your beloved children. We give thanks and praise to you that you trust us enough to share some of your thoughts with our limited hearts and minds, and that deep within us that there is a spark of your holy life to enrich and bless us. Lord, we will always have an inner yearning to be near you and to be blessed by you. And so, bearer of all creation, in your power, majesty and infinite love, You have ordained that your eternal presence is with us each and every day, at all times. So that in the morning you are there with us, and during the evening and the night you are still with us. Loving, trustworthy God, you honor us always with your presence. Amen. Galatians 3.26 You are all God's children by believing in Jesus Christ. Right, big word of the morning time. There is a universality to salvation found in Jesus. That is a big word for this time of the morning, but it's it's something that I think it's important that we get our heads around. There is a universality to salvation found in Jesus. And by that I mean we are all God's children by believing in the Lord Jesus. It doesn't matter what your background is when we come to Christ, because when we come to Christ, we all become children of the King of Kings, and we are all the same. God does not see us any differently. There's no distinction between denomination, political party, economic demographic. We are all the same in God's eyes. We are all God's children in Jesus Christ. And so, in some respects, the divisions that we put up in our society are not our own. And to paraphrase the comment that usually comes after every election campaign, God does not endorse these divisions. And later on in the chapter, Paul writes, there is neither Greek nor Jew, slave nor free, male nor female. I'm going to paraphrase this slightly. There is neither black nor white, rich nor poor, conservative nor labor, Republican nor Democrat, married or single, ordained or lay, straight or gay, 
we are all the same in Jesus Christ. We come to Christ acknowledging our sinfulness. We become his children and we enter into his family. We are all the same. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today we start Paul's first letter. We'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us through the scripture, shall we? Father, open our hearts and minds to the words that you would have us here today. As we read Paul's letter to churches, may we be encouraged by the words he gives to those who are being persecuted. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Right, we start a new letter. We start Paul's, sorry, not Paul, Peter's first letter. And so, as always, we're going to have a little bit of background to it. I think if we have some background to it, it helps us understand what the author of each letter, is, each book is trying to say to us. So, for many people, people, many people, people, for many people, Peter is the Bible character that they relate to most often that they really like. Um, you know, he's, he can be, he makes mistakes. He is very human. And in the Gospels, we see a man who goes from being a fisherman to becoming a fisher of men. And then in the book of Acts, we see him become the man that Jesus said that he would be, thought he would be and said he would be. And so here down the line, we have the first of two letters that have been attributed to him. In his book, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Bible, which I think I may have mentioned before, Colin Sinclair describes 1 Peter as trouble from outside the church and to Peter from trouble inside the church. And in both cases shows that the strength to overcome these challenges can be found in Christ because that's the essence of Peter's letter. Is that whatever we're facing, the strength to find 
to face whatever we're facing is found in Christ. Now, the authorship of 1 Peter is contested. Some scholars believe that it was written by a disciple of Peter in honor of Peter after about 80 CE. Um, Others firmly believe that the letter is Peter's and that he was writing to the church in Asia Minor from Rome. That kind of puts the date before he was martyred in about 65 CE, which is rather ironic, actually, because, as I said, Paul was writing to churches, encouraging them as they were being persecuted. And on that note, let's begin 1 Peter, shall we? Our Bible readings this week are taken from the God's Word translation, and today I'm reading 1 Peter 1. From Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's chosen people who are temporary residents in the world and are scattered throughout the provinces of Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. God the Father knew you long ago and chose you to live holy lives with the Spirit's help so that you are obedient to Jesus Christ and are sprinkled with His blood. May goodwill and peace fill your lives. Praise the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God has given us new birth because of His great mercy. We have been born into a new life that has a confidence which is alive because Jesus Christ has come back to life. We have been born into a new life which has an inheritance that can't be destroyed or corrupted and can't fade away. That inheritance is kept in heaven for you since you are guarded by God's power through faith for a salvation that is ready to be revealed at the end of time. You are extremely happy about these things, even though you have to suffer different kinds of trouble for a little while now. The purpose of these troubles is to test your faith as fire tests how genuine gold is. Your faith is more precious than gold, and by passing the test, it gives praise, glory, and honor to God. This will happen when Jesus Christ appears again. Although you have never seen Christ, you love Him. You don't see Him now, but you believe in Him. You are extremely happy with joy and praise that can hardly be expressed in words as you obtain the salvation that is the goal of your faith. The prophets carefully researched and investigated the salvation. Long ago they spoke about God's kindness that would come to you. So they tried to find out what time or situation the Spirit of Christ kept referring to whenever he predicted Christ's sufferings and the glory that would follow. God revealed to the prophets that the things they had spoken were not for their own benefit but for yours. What the prophets had spoken, the Holy Spirit who was sent from heaven, has now made known to you by those who spread the good news among you. These are the things that even angels want to look into. Therefore, your minds must be kept clear and ready for action. Place your confidence completely in what God's kindness will bring you when Jesus Christ appears again. Because you are children who obey God, don't live the kind of lives you once lived. Once you lived to satisfy your desires because you didn't know any better. But because the God who has called you is holy, you must be holy in every aspect of your life. Scripture says, Be holy because I am holy. So if you call God your Father, live your time as temporary residents on earth in fear. He is the God who judges all people by what they have done, and He doesn't play favorites. 
realize that you weren't set free from the worthless life handed down to you from your ancestors by a payment of silver or gold which can be destroyed. Rather, the payment that freed you was the precious blood of Christ, the Lamb, with no defects or imperfections. He is the Lamb who was known long ago before the world existed, but for your good, He became publicly known in the last period of time. Through Him, you believe in God who brought Christ back to life and gave Him glory. So your faith and confidence are in God. Love each other with a warm love that comes from the heart. After all, you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth. As a result, you have sincere love for each other. You have been born again, not from a seed that can be destroyed, but through God's everlasting word that cannot be destroyed. That's why, Scripture says, All people are like grass, and all their beauty is like a flower of the field. The grass dries up and the flower drops off, but the word of the Lord lasts forever. This word is the good news that was told to you. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to pray. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, voicemail. Our links are all in the show notes below. We would love to be able to pray for you and lift you up. So let's pray, shall we? And today's prayer is a prayer for unity. Across all our barriers of language, race and nationality, unite us, Lord Jesus. 
across our mutual ignorance, prejudice and hostility. Unite us, Lord Jesus. Across our differences of thought and outlook, unite us, Lord Jesus. O God, for your greater glory, gather together your separated people. O God, for the triumph of goodness and truth, gather together your separated people. Loving God, that there may be one flock and one shepherd, gather together your separated people. Powerful God, to confound the pride of Satan and his assaults, gather together your separated people. Loving God, that peace may reign in the world at last, gather together your separated people. Our God, for the greater joy of the heart of your Son, gather together your separated people. Gather us together, Lord. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Walking the Way